Cześć Orzełki, tu Viola i Marcin. Uczymy się angielskiego poprzez naturalną konwersację i słuchanie. Jeśli chcielibyście czytać w trakcie słuchania, zapraszamy na stronę naturalnyangielski.com, gdzie znajdziecie transkrypcję i tłumaczenia wszystkich odcinków. Have you noticed that my episode posting schedule has changed from weekly to bi-weekly? Bi-weekly can mean twice a week or every two weeks. And in this case, I mean every two weeks, which is the same as every other week. Well, before I get to the topic of today's episode, which is all about English on vacation, I wanted to share some personal information with you all, which will explain the change in posting. So, we're in June now, and at the end of April, I found out that I am pregnant. I know I don't talk about my personal life too much on here, but my husband and I got married about a year ago, and we've been hoping to start our family for a while now. I am thrilled to be carrying a baby for the first time and going through this beautiful process, but I am also extremely exhausted. I expected the morning sickness and the body changes, but I never knew how tired and hungry I would be in the first trimester. My energy has been at such a low level that I had to slow down a little bit. I do have a job Monday through Friday, or what we call a 9 to 5, or a day job, where I do financial analysis for a media company, and that job demands a lot of my energy and attention. Unfortunately, I can't do it all at the same pace anymore. Therefore, I've decided to post the podcast episodes less frequently. Honestly, when I started this podcast, I was hoping to post more content a week, not less. But this is what life is right now, so we're just going to roll with it. As I enter my second trimester, I'm hoping to feel a little better, but if anyone has any tips or advice they'd like to share, please send it my way. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way, let's move on to the second part of Angielski na wakacjach where we will go through English phrases used in a restaurant. Let's start with making a reservation. Sometimes you can make reservations online, but sometimes you still have to pick up the phone. If you are making the phone call, all you have to say to make a dinner reservation is, Hi, I would like to make a reservation for tonight or for this evening, at 7 p.m. for three people. At this point, the host or hostess will ask for your name and you're all set. 
If the hostess doesn't have any availability at that time, she will let you know and possibly suggest the next available time. If you are walking into a restaurant without a reservation, you can easily ask the hostess, could we get a table for three? Or we'd like a table for three, please. Personally, I like to say, do you have any room for three? Of course, I'm not asking for a room. I'm asking whether they have the space. I feel like this is slightly more polite because I'm acknowledging that I don't have a reservation and the place looks busy. Sometimes the hostess will ask if everyone in your party is here. Some restaurants prefer to sit the whole table at once. Therefore, if you're still waiting for your friends to arrive, the hostess will ask you to come back and let her know once everyone is ready to be seated. I used to work as a hostess back when I was in high school. And what I can tell you is... There is no one right way to say anything, but being polite and respectful will always get you the best service. Okay, so what happens next? If there are tables available, the hostess will bring you to the table, hand out the menus, and maybe tell you who your server will be. You can use the word waiter or waitress, But we have sort of switched over to the gender-neutral term, server, in the same way I explained the new usage of flight attendant versus stewardess in the last episode. For this example, let's pretend our server is a woman. After a few minutes, your server will appear, introduce herself, by saying something like, Hi, I'm Sally. I will be taking care of you today. And ask you, would you like to start with something to drink? After you all give your drink orders, the server will say, Okay, thank you. I will be right back with your drinks. Once she comes back, she'll ask, Are there any questions about the menu? This will be your chance to ask about certain ingredients used or whether, I don't know, french fries come with each sandwich order. Also, this is the perfect time to alert your server about any allergies you may have. Even if you think you know how a dish may be prepared, it's better to check that it doesn't include anything you can't have. Not all places prepare the same meal the same way. So what you would say is, I'm allergic to peanuts. Are there any peanuts in the Asian noodle dish? Some restaurants have special dishes for their weekend menu. Sometimes these specials are printed on a piece of paper And sometimes the server will have them memorized. This is why the server could ask you, would you like to hear about the specials for tonight? Listening to the specials doesn't mean you have to order them. 
So go ahead and say yes. Once all the questions are answered, the server will ask, is everyone ready to order or do we need a few more minutes? If you say you're ready, then the ordering will begin. The server may also ask whether you'd like to start with any appetizers or apps. If you say yes, you may want to order a few things for the table, which means for everyone to split. So it could sound like, can we get some chips and salsa for the table? If you're ordering any beef dishes, like steak or a burger, the server will most likely ask, how would you like it cooked? Steak temperatures go from rare, really red and bloody, to medium, only somewhat red, and well done, no red on the inside. There are also in-between temperatures like medium rare and medium well, but I think the three main ones are easier to remember than five. To order, all you have to say is, I would like the steak, medium rare, or I will have the chicken parm, please, and that's it. Although we're discussing dinner dishes, I would like to jump to breakfast just for a moment. Breakfast dishes often include eggs, but there are many ways to cook an egg. Your server will almost always ask, how would you like your eggs? So what do we call eggs cooked in different ways? A hard-boiled egg is a yaiko natfardo. A soft-boiled egg is a yaiko namienko. Scrambled eggs now we're getting to the fun ones. Sunny side up is a fried egg that is not flipped when cooked. So you only fry it on one side and the yolk stays together like a sun. When you bite into it, the egg yolk spills or runs down your chin, which we call a runny egg. If you do flip the fried egg as you're cooking, you're turning the cooking into a method called over-easy. An over-easy egg can still be runny on the inside. If you fry the egg longer because you don't want a runny yolk, we call that over-medium. I should also mention that poached eggs are also a thing, but they're pretty much the same as a soft-boiled egg, but the boiling method is different, without the shell. And I only see poached eggs in special dishes. Also, I know I mentioned the egg yolk, or the yellow part of the egg, but I should also make sure to say that the white part of the egg is called the egg white. Some people like to order an egg white omelette, so that's when knowing that comes in handy. This reminds me, I see a lot of Polish women on Instagram posting pictures of the healthy food they make. It always looks yummy and I love light and healthy versions of what people like to eat. I too try to be healthy. The one thing I've noticed is that 
Polish people usually call these recipes fit or feet recipes. This may have trickled from British English, I'm not sure, but I'm not telling anyone to change anything they're doing. It's just that since this is an American English podcast, I just want to point out that Americans don't use that word in the same way. Fit to Americans refers to being physically healthy or physically fit, mostly referring to the body. So if you work out and you look healthy and slim, someone would say, or you could say, you're fit. If I see someone has defined muscles or I know they run a lot, I could also call that person fit. The point is, we use that word to talk about the body, not our food. We just call the food healthy or sometimes light for lighter version of a dish. Okay, I feel like I went a little off course here. Let's go back to ordering food. Once the food comes out, the server will ask, how is everything? Or how did everything come out? Hopefully, all is good, but if you need anything else, this would be the time to say it. What if you don't have any forks or knives at the table? You'd say, may we please have some silverware? Or if your food is messy, you may ask for extra napkins. A great server will also come around a few times to refill your drinks. If your drink is from the bar, she may ask if you'd like to order another one. Once you're done with your meal, the server will come by to clean up your plates and ask, can I get you anything else? And all you have to say is, just a check, please. You can call it the bill, but check is a little more common. You may have noticed that when going out to eat, it's the server, really, that will do most of the talking. What could be important to you is to understand what she is saying, what the things on the menu are, and what questions you may want to ask based on your diet. Everything else is pretty easy. When I go on vacation, I like to put together an itinerary. I like to have a schedule for planned activities for each day, which includes ideas on where to eat. It takes some effort and research, but if you do the work ahead of time, you can get familiar with menus, which will save you time when you're hungry. So that's it for the basics of eating out. I hope I have given you an idea of what you can expect when going out to eat. As always, I know there are so many other food-related things we could have talked about, but I just couldn't fit it all into one episode. If you have any specific questions related to this episode or any episode, you can write me an email at violaprzesvau at naturalneangielski.com. Until next time, 